Hey, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Long Box, guys. With me, as always, is some of my very favorite people since I was a very little kid. Josh, how are you doing? What are you drinking? Uh, I am doing really well, thanks. And I am about to crack a King Cruise, which is the triple version of uh, uh, Treehouse's Julius. It's the big one. The big Julius. The big Julius, yeah. The King Julius, if you will. Well, there is a King Julius. This is the one over King Julius. There's Julius, King Julius, and this is King Cruise. We'll see how it is. It it sounds like it has a pretty big ABV. 9.3. Well, we'll see you in the hospital later on tonight. (laughs) Tommy, how are you doing? What are you drinking? We don't drink to get drunk anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We don't drink fast to get drunk anymore is my point. (laughs) We still yeah. drink to get drunk. I, uh, I don't drink to like help my heart. If that's what you're asking. I'm doing okay. Uh, my stomach is a little off, so I drank some water before I'm drinking my whiskey. That doesn't look like water. There was water in it before. <laughs> now there's whiskey. Now there's some Duncan Taylor whiskey. He went on ice cubes in it. There's water. It's just he frozen. Bre- he was breathing hard and on the ice cubes, creating water. In the last podcast, I drank water, and now I'm drinking whiskey. Makes perfect sense to me. Mikey, yeah, how you doing? And how's that cat growing out of your shoulder? And what are you guys drinking? <laughs> That's my cat, Buffy, for those of you who are watching us on YouTube. Uh, I have to give a shout-out, actually, to Kyle, our fan in Hong Kong, who can only watch us on YouTube. Kyle, I am sorry I'm such a shitty producer and have not been posting the videos (laughs) on YouTube. I apologize. I will be much better this year. I promise you. Woohoo! This year, 2024. Speaking of 2024, what a great segue, Mike. It's only 2023, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, Tom. It is? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, I've been writing my checks all wrong. For one, who writes checks? When's the last time anyone wrote a check? Checks. <laughs> I, I wrote a check. What? what? For what? What do you write checks for? What, did you go back in time? So I travel so infrequently for my business credit card, uh, I can never remember the login, so I just write a check for that one. My town does not accept electronic payments for the sewage of Waterville. Oh, Christ. That is huh? backwards, Mike. That is a you shitty just, town. You just fucking throw a bag of pennies at those motherfuckers. Yeah, I would, I would take the day off and drop off pennies every time. I called them up to get an extra trash pickup. They're like, oh, that's going to be $15. And I'm like, okay, how do I go online and pay? And they're like, oh, we don't have that. <laughs> I was like... What? Like, yeah, you can you come here with a check or cash. Yeah, I swallow thirty pennies a day. You go find it. That's your... <laughs> it's already in the sewage. It's already there. Which which window of the building is it? I want to know when I throw my sack of pennies through. <laughs> like, oh, you pay uh, your bills electronically. He's a witch. Burn him. Burn the witch. Non-believer. Yeah. Do you guys also wear sackcloth to town meetings? Jesus Christ, Mike, where do you live? No, don't tell people. Don't, don't tell, tell people where you live. That one guy from Hong Kong. <laughs> Kyle. I got him. Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Hi, Kyle. Kyle's been waiting for this day. Come on, tell me. Tell me. <laughs> Wait for Come it. 
Speaking of 2023, uh, what a year it's going to be. It's going to be a great year, but we're going to talk a little bit about 2022, all the stuff we liked, and maybe some of the stuff we didn't like, and the best ofs. Mikey, this is kind of your, uh, you're, you're way more organized than me, so I'm going to let you kind of bring us around into. Can we can we take just a, a special moment to talk about all the people that we've lost in 2022? Yes. Yeah, let's not do it as a favorites, but yeah. <laughs> so oh, best so of. fucking happy that we Angela Lansbury. Best of. Yeah. So now she's off the list, and I can add somebody else into the top five. Thank Angela, God Lansbury, Angela Lansbury. It was old age. We know what did it. Sorry, right. team. What do you got? Uh, Terry Hall of the specials, Kirstie Alley, uh, Christine, Christina McVie, uh, Jason Dodd-Frank, Gallagher, Jerry Lee Lewis, Robbie Coltrane, oh. uh, uh, Angela Lansbury, we already talked about, Loretta no, Lynn, Olivia, New- so bad. Olivia Newton-John. No, Angela Lansbury, go on. Okay. Uh- Oh, when she was young, Angela Lansbury was insanely hot. Smoking hot. Oh, my God. when she was young? You're right. You know what? Screw me. Out of respect, I'll still go do Angela Lansbury. solve the mystery of my dick. Just insanely hot, though, in the the court jester with Danny Kaye. Holy Lord. Go on. Keep going. Nichelle Nichols. Oh, also a beautiful, beautiful one. Larry Storch. Larry, people we masturbated to. Good list. Yeah, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta passed. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. I didn't know that. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. That was sad. Tough one. Mark Lanigan. Don't know who that is. Uh, He's one of the people in the Screaming Trees. Oh. I fucking love the Screaming Trees. Oh, the trees. Screaming Trees. Jesus. He, he was one of the people. <laughs> he was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ivan Reitman. What was that? Ivan Reitman. Oh. Oh, the writer, yeah. yeah. Howard Hessman. Oh. Who thought that was in your brain? Was it Les Nassman for just a second before you bring it up? <laughs> no, it was a guy saying. from uh, Dr. Johnny was uh, uh, Dr. Um, Johnny Fever, right? Johnny Fever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Put it in my head. Brigadier <laughs> General Charles McKee, who was one of the last Tuskegee Airmen. Fly true, my friend. We also lost George Perez and uh, Neil Adams this year. Neil yeah. Adams? Yeah. Meatloaf, Sidney Poitier. Yeah, Sidney Poitier. Damn. And of course, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy that that yeah. was a lot of toughies. Neil Adams, of course, was really tough. Meatloaf kind of hit me hard. I really like Meatloaf. I was a big Meatloaf fan. Um, and of course, so, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman for so, so, so many. Yeah, I mean, those here. are just some of the great people that we lost yeah. in 2022. Yeah. A way to start us off on a high note. LTA. Well, I didn't want to end us on a low note. Really? I mean, we usually do. <laughs> yeah. Usually we're crying and masturbating by the end of this thing. That's why Kyle listens. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a thing. <laughs> Everybody's got a thing. All right. So that's the, the that, and once again, not the, our favorite people who have died, but just great people that we've lost this year. And there were a yep. lot of them. I didn't even mention Bill Russell because he's not a sports fan. Well, yeah. yeah. Bill Russell is a big one in Boston. I do have to say yeah. one thing just as we go over that list and as we go into the con season, I can't, I honestly have a hard time picturing cons without a Neil Adams booth. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, like, is there a con we go to that Neil Adams didn't? Doesn't have a corner booth. Like, that corner, yeah. like, imagine yeah. coming around that corner of Pensacola and that not being there. That's going to be nuts. Yeah, but it's just be a be fucking there. in memoriam for all of 2023 at a, con- at a corner booth. A corner booth, yeah. For the rest of the whole fucking year for uh, Neil Adams and his biggest fan. Yeah. yeah. And, like, his, his son, who's still, you know, pretty prolific, yeah. he'll probably be out there. But, Hopefully. yeah, that was sort of, I, I would do that. I would have a memorial. Yeah. Of course, not my money. <laughs> not my money, yeah. Or at least an easel with a picture of him up there. Yeah. Something. All right, Mike, what do you got? Cheers. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna talk comic books, obviously. So we're gonna talk about comic books, our top three comic books that we read this past year. We're gonna do top three comic book related movies, top three comic book related TV shows, and uh, top three miscellaneous. Uh, so we'll also do honorable mentions, but we're gonna go round robin style. So we'll start with you, Tom. What was your favorite or number one comic book related movie? Comic book related. But we're not going three, two, one. We're going. We're starting at number All right. one. All right, sorry. Three. What's your third? Ugh, I, I did write down this. <laughs> Tommy was talking to you. You go first. Okay. Uh, Catwoman, Lonely City. Is that animated? Yeah. No. Eh. You're talking comic books. Right? No, he said movies. Oh, movies. Uh, so movie, I would have to go Werewolf by Night. That's number three. Oh, drink. That was my number two. Uh, that's my number three, so I'm drinking two. Uh, I loved Werewolf by Night. You're, you're absolutely right on this. What a great throwback to those old old werewolf, old, uh, what, what am I trying to say here? Universal uh, monster movies. Thank yeah. you. These old universal, might really capture the feel of those old universal monster movies and even a little bit of the old hammer films. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they definitely took the, uh, the old, old hammer films and, and you actually used the, uh, the scene cuts and stuff from hammer films and definitely the callbacks to the, uh, the universal monsters. It was great. It's definitely in my list. Yeah. And if you're playing along at home, unless you're driving, don't do this. But if you're playing at home, get and drink every time one of us uh, yells drink, because that means it's also on our list. Yeah. The, the movies was probably going to be a lot of drinking. <laughs> yeah, there weren't. There wasn't a lot to choose from this year. There Josh, what do, you got, what do you got for number three? For number three, I'm going to go with the uh, the. Uh, yeah, we didn't need it, but it's another origin story for Batman. I'm gonna go with the uh, the Batman. Damn it, drink! That was my number one. Yeah. Wow, your number really? one. Wow. Okay. Really? Yeah, it was the only movie that I actually. There were only two movies this year that I went to the theaters to watch, and the Batman was one of them. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I I thought I thought they did a, a reasonable job. It was a good retelling. They added villains that weren't normally in the in the origin stories of the of the past franchises, and I thought it was a, it was an admirable bid. Yeah. I, and honestly, I I wasn't expecting much from Pattinson, uh, and I think he overdelivered. Huh. All right, and you know it just didn't make my wheelhouse. I didn't think about it. Maybe I should. I, I I just I thought it was a disappointment, but I, I definitely I didn't, didn't think it was a disappointment. I just well, it just wasn't I, my right. cup of tea. Uh, I I didn't think I didn't think he did nearly as well as some of the other people that have played Batman, and I I thought the you know some of the aesthetics of the movie just didn't grab me as as 
that great for a Batman film. I was definitely disappointed in the Batmobile. I thought you would have liked that, man. It was a Camaro with a rear engine. I'm like, that is just a Camaro. There's nothing special there. Batman's not going to have a stock Camaro with just a rear engine. He's just started. He's just started, dude. He's only been around for about a year. He's a billionaire. It's basically year year one. But, But still, he's a billionaire. He is he is going to have something different. You you want too much, man. That was a nice car. <laughs> it was, but it wasn't a Batmobile. Your Batmobile if Batman's driving it, you know what it is? Batmobile. Batmobile. If Tom's driving it, it's a Batmobile. I, I mean, there were things about the movie that weren't great, but yeah. considering our limited menu for twenty twenty two, it made it's the list. true. It is true. Well, I'll give you my number three, since you took my number two with Werewolf by Night. Uh, and I know no one's going to drink for me <laughs> with this one. I really enjoyed Mobius. Sorry, yeah, world. I enjoyed it. I thought it looked like Mobius. Morbius. I had fun watching it. Is it Mobius or Morbius? Morbius, right? With an R. Oh, because I was almost on board when it was Mobius. I thought you were talking about a, a movie maybe about Mo or it's, or... it's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. I like the movie. Sorry, okay. worlds. I enjoy what I enjoy. I mean, I didn't see it, so I can't be critical of it. <laughs> I can be critical for you, Mike. <laughs> there was a lot not to like about that movie. Mike, it's it's free now. Take a look. Maybe you'll like it, Tim. Well, free on what? Isn't it a Sony? It's got to be free somewhere. It was somewhere. That good. <laughs> Sony, yeah, I don't it was streaming uh, somewhere. I don't know where, but yeah. it was streaming uh, somewhere. I'll look around for you. <laughs> uh, Mike, how about you? So my number three was the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Ah, drink. I haven't seen it yet. I kept waiting for a time to see it with Laney. That was my number two, Mike. I think Morbius is on Netflix right now. Ooh. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was it was okay. Um, yeah, I thought it wrong. was a I cute Kevin story, Bacon. and I love yeah Kevin Bacon. I love Kevin Bacon. Just awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're not a hundred. And yeah. the whole part with Michael Rooker, the flashback, gets me right in the heart. It does get you right in the feels. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, keep was, going, was, guys. It was close, but not. Uh, on so, all right, so LT, what was your number two? Was that that was Guardians? Was, yeah, it was Guardians. All right, Josh, back over to you for your number two. Limited menu. I got to go with Super Pets. That was one of my honorable mentions. I'm going to drink, though. Uh, that was that, honorable mention. That was just missed the list. Yeah, I think I think that some of the delivery could have been a little better in Super Pets. And I think they went with, like, just, like, the biggest, the biggest voices they could and maybe not the right voices. I don't think the voice – I don't think they picked the people who hit the characters for me as best they could but um but it was a good animated film it's family friendly it was funny had good references i enjoyed it yeah the rock yeah. is freaking charming he's yeah. charming yeah, i mean ace always. was fantastic yeah uh, Tom, i might you? have the wrong year because i'm not great with years but love and thunder was this year right this summer it was, it was. yeah I love, love, I know once again, not everyone is a cup of tea. I love it for two different reasons. First off, I had a great time watching it. I had my bucket of popcorn, 
had my big soda. I didn't do a shit but watch that movie. You know, sometimes you're thinking about other stuff. I was super drawn into this movie. Loved every second of it, and I love it even more if when someone told me that it was the entire movie was actually just core telling a story to children, which is how the movie does start. So it's it's even better for me thinking of it that way because that fight scene at the end where Thor kind of dissipates his power to all the kids and they're all fighting the big bad guy, it makes more sense that way and it's just a nicer, more fun movie that way. And, I uh, I agree that if that one that's an interpretation of the movie, but if sure. it was, the movie could have been so much better by Korg actually interjecting ridiculousness. Yes. through narration it's and throughout the whole film. And so if that was the point of the film, they made it way too fucking subtle and it didn't permeate throughout the film. And it and just it just wasn't as funny as like Ragnarok. Like it, I don't mind Thor as the as the uh, as the comic relief, but it didn't give me more it didn't make it there. It just didn't make it there for me. There was the, a funny bit. It was a I very mean, interesting villain the god killer to be the the big bad because there's there's nothing funny about him yeah his yeah. origin story is a nightmare there was no beta ray bell yeah yeah fucking yeah. i would have had uh, if i was going to do a thor movie i would have them telling uh throg the sure. the thor frog yeah in I fact that it. would be a great animated movie marvel we know you're not listening, but if well, you are, hire us and we will write the Throg animated movie. Well, there's another series of Loki coming out, so we might still see the Throg, right? Yeah, we saw the little hammer. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, also, I mean, if you want to make it kind of a fun one, that whole movie could have been fun. Just make it the champion. Do you remember the champion? He's one of the uh, Eternals. Celestials. No, Celestials, sorry. No, not Celestials. Uh, like one of the elders of the yeah, uh, like the what's the collector? Yeah, whatever yeah. he is. He's one of the he's the collector's brother. Instead of collecting everything, he challenges everybody, and uh, that could have just been the that, and that would have been a funnier guy. Game master, right? What was that? No, game master is a different guy different too. Guy. The, cha- the champion guy. is just a guy who fights everybody he can come across. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what I'm I, hearing I, I, is I, I, there should be a director's cut with more comedy more comedy though when that crystal palace falls that's pretty funny to me <laughs> so I, I mean they they sort of brought the whole thor thematic thing along this very comedic guardians of the galaxy timeline right and then they inject the jane foster cancer storyline into the comedy movie yeah but they wanted God to put too much like, it was just going too many places you either yeah. had to have a separate jane foster movie where they seriously address the, the the cancer dichotomy with her having powers and not having powers and trying to live through that and put that in a different film. Or you 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 cut off Thor as the comedy foible and you make it a serious film. There was something that needed to happen there and they just they just they just shuffled too many cards into the wrong fucking deck for that movie for me. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the nose. It could have been two different movies entirely and that is a problem, but I still Ate my popcorn, drank my soda, and loved it. I enjoyed the film. I I watched 25 minutes of it. (laughs) I finished it, but I wasn't happy about it. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, that's what my wife said. All right. Oh. All right. Number one movie for you, LT. Uh, Glass Onion. That detective had some superhuman powers, and we all know it. I mean, there was... Uh, okay, well, first, I don't think it's a superhero movie, and I'm just throwing it out in the, with the bathwater. But I'm going to say I just watched it this week, and honestly, the scene where the detective ruins everything is the only suitable... is the great scene for me. Another good scene. It was the rest of the scene. movie is okay, and it has that one giant spike in the middle. Where oh, he just that... fucking ruins it for everyone. Oh, so, like, there's one other good thing. Yeah. We when he comes to the, the wait. Has everybody? Like... Oh, wait, whoa, whoa. Has everybody seen it? Yes. yes. Okay. Carry there's on. There's also Spoilers. the one Spoilers. scene where it goes. I have been like racking my brain and trying so hard, and then I realized you're a moron. You're an idiot. I've been trying to like capture this master criminal, and you're just fucking stupid. Your only good murder was the one I suggested. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so stupid it's brilliant no it's just, <laughs> just dumb. stupid i did it did swerve me on one thing i kind of thought the sister was going to be the other sister who killed her sister and took her place okay yeah i could see that I, I just thought that like oh that would be good for this the series this whole thing this would be like a good they, they didn't i'm like all right i mean so, yeah there were some good a, things about the movie but it was a great sequel if you look at it from this way. The first one was a deconstruction of the murder mystery genre. And this, again, was another deconstruction of it where instead of having, you know, they you this, think that one thing is going to happen and something totally different. It, it's been a different murder all along that's trying to be solved. And it's not a clever plot at all. Yeah. It's not clever, yeah. And, and two plot. other Two other things we have to acknowledge. First off, and the bad Academy, guy gets away with it. Academy Award winning performance by Angela Lansbury. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, That's why when my wife was call. like, oh, she died this year. And I'm like, how did she die? She, I just saw her. I just movie. saw her. Movie. Yeah. Award. And also, the guy who's just crashing at the house is a little. It's the best, yeah. It's the best it's supposed to be Kato Yeah. Kato yeah. guy, oh, he's just crashing here for a while. <laughs> He's I'm not here. Everyone's, not everyone's, here. Every, everyone's got a J. It's okay. <laughs> but, okay. Here's the plot hole. Who cooked dinner? He sent everybody home. Automated. Automated. I know, it's a cop-out. You didn't it's see like the magic. fucking Boston Dynamic robot dragging all their furniture to the room? That's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe. All right, who are we up to? All right, uh, number one for Josh. Uh, we already said it. Werewolf by Night. Okay. Uh, Tom? Once again, that was my number one. I love the yeah, hell out of that movie. Honestly, I don't think there was anything else out there. There were yeah. a couple I didn't see, I'll, I admit. I didn't one see Black was, Adam. Uh, I saw Black Adam, but there was also a kids superhero movie called Secret Headquarters. Did anybody see Secret Headquarters? That looked fun, but I didn't get a chance to see it. Because I think it's – is it Michael Douglas? No. No? I don't know. Who's the father who goes – there's a father who goes missing, and I was like – I was thinking it was Michael Douglas, because I was like, is this a sequel to Sky High when I first thought it? Saw it? 
And That'd I was hoping, like deep in my deep in my Kurt Russell my was brain, the dad. In it was Kurt yeah, Russell. Thanks, that's what I that's what I meant. Kurt Russell. Um, it was Kurt Russell, I think. It was. It, it, oh, it might have been. Now. No, no, not Kurt Russell. The other guy. No, no. What's his? It was what's his name? I got oh, it. Fuck. It was Owen Wilson. Yeah. yeah wow. Wow. I'm a superhero. Wow. Wow. It's <laughs> pretty good, Owen Wilson. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right, so we're going to move on. Uh, any honorable mentions? No. I'm, I'm just going to give a Clerks 3 because Clerks was a comic book. So, okay. uh, I haven't seen it. You uh, know what? Of, yep. Kevin Smith is an, a fine podcaster, but <laughs> this movie. Wow, Mike. Just lather up the backhand for that compliment. Damn. Yeah, he, he, he makes movies, which is more than I do. So I got to give him credit for that. However, he's never improved his filmmaking skills uh, as he's gone along. But That's fair. His, this was out of all the last few movies that he's made. This one actually felt like it meant something. Wait, wait you, you did see... You did see Yoga Hosers, right? Yeah, I fucking yeah. paid for Yoga Hosers. Yeah, that was a wicked step back. <laughs> like, you compare that to Chasing Amy? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think he's improved. I think he actually was better when he was winging it. And then so, everyone got in his head. As far as cinematography that goes, though, like framing shots, the best Kevin Smith movie is Jersey Girl. Because he didn't film the shots. And if you want to get a master class, go listen to the GQ interview of Ryan Johnson talking about the open, the scene where all the people meet on the docks in Glass Onion. And he goes frame by frame why he shot it the way he did and what the meaning is from where the people are standing and how the camera angle changes. Yeah, and he uh, stole it from an old murder mystery movie. I mean, shooting a scene is shooting a scene, but the the angles for where you're doing it. Like, if I was shooting a scene, Josh, it, your background is perfect for uh, attracting the eye because of the way the angles go. It's the same with LT, even though he, he's framed himself. Tom and I, not so much. We were horrible at it, but... It's that's not what happens in a Kevin Smith movie. The actors walk in, hit their mark, say their lines, never moving from that spot until they're done saying their lines and then they walk away. And but other than that, I mean, I cried during Clerks 3. It did have a good, you know, it did make me cry. So it was emotional. But it wasn't the filmmaking that did it. Right. It wasn't a. It was the story it's that. Not he the cinematography. Told. It was. Yeah. It was just spoken words. You could have had your eyes closed, and it would have had the same effect on you. Yeah. There no. There was no visual. He has had very few visual improvements, cinematic improvements. He writes a good script. He has good lines. Sometimes his heart is in the film, and you can feel it. And sometimes it isn't. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I I agree. He's um he's been a very flat line filmmaker, uh, from that perspective. Yeah. I actually think he was better when he was winging it. That's me. I think I think he's 
try to improve and you try to become more like what everyone else does. And I think that did not improve him at all. Yeah, he just decided to make Kevin Smith movies and just decided, okay, this is yeah. it. You know, he shoots really quickly, which is why actors like to work with him. But the reason he shoots really quickly is because he's just like, yeah, all right, just stand there, say your lines. All right, we're done. But anyway. So uh, I'll say on the on the tip of the, uh, the honorable mentions, I'm going to mention two films here. Um, one was, in my opinion, one of the biggest budget MCU failures to date. I know, Tom, you like the movie. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Loved it. Uh, just a... Not so much for me. Uh, and the other one was, and this is, uh, it's not a good movie, but it was definitely better than I thought it was going to be. Which, and it was a low bar, Samaritan, with. Uh, oh, was that? Uh, oh, was that good? I haven't seen it. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it wasn't great. Don't get me wrong, but it was. It was definitely better than I thought it was going to be. It was Sylvester Stallone? Sylvester Sloan. Sloan. Yeah. 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 Did anybody watch Black Panther? The yes. two. Well, I have not seen Rise it. Rise of Wakanda? No. How was that? Uh, it was okay. I mean, there are definitely some uh, some great acting in it, uh, but the story didn't grab me the way the first Black Panther did. The story was all about revenge, uh, whereas, you know, the first story was not completely about revenge. Um, you know, there was a struggle between old and new and whether they should change the traditions in the first story but the second one was strictly all about revenge so it did not grab at me the way that the first black panther did um i'm just gonna ask how was namor because it doesn't look good in the previews you know i wasn't i wasn't totally enthralled with namor but you know once again it's totally changing what i grew up with right Namor was from Atlantis, whereas, you know, now it's taken totally away from that. And well, where's uh, Namor from if not Atlantis? It's instead it was a, a colony from the Mayans. Basically, Do they at least they call, call it Atlantis. Call Atlantis? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't think so, though. They yeah. they had a different Mayan name for it. OK, so it's OK. But it's you know weird what I mean? because, it was just the, because the, the Mayan empires are dead, right? Like there's yeah. like 400,000 Mayans living in the Yucatan Peninsula who don't learn yeah. Spanish until they're like in like fifth grade. <laughs> right. But it's the whole thing weird. was just the whole backstory was just totally different. And it just had a totally different feel. And uh, Namor himself, the, his backstory was totally different and his motivations were different. And right. it just, right. OK. All right. All right, well, we're going to move on to TV shows. Uh, we started with LT last time, so we're going to start with you, Josh. Uh, number, number three, three TV show. TV shows. Um, I mean, I think number three would be Miss Marvel. I'll go Miss Marvel for number three. Okay. All right. I don't think I finished watching that yet. Yeah. I like it. I'm not, I'm not uh, through it yet. It wasn't my favorite. Um. Wait, wasn't there? Oh, never mind. I. I wanted something. I. I kind of understand what they did with the power set, right? They wanted to uh, 
have more equivalency between her and Captain Marvel, and you have them sort of connected in a power set way, so they could do the Marvels movie. They tried to craft it into a a, a visual medium that sort of followed her power set in the comics, but I really wish they had just stuck with the original powers. But it was a nice bid. I like the actress who played Miss Marvel. I like that they that culturally they just went all in and didn't try to avoid sort of that that aspect of the show to try to popularize it for American audiences. Mm. So good try, guys. I liked it. Yeah, the the acting was great in it. I thought uh, the storyline I thought was fine. If you try to, you know, if you disconnect the the comic book storyline from the TV show, I thought it was great. It was trying to appeal to a younger audience, and I accepted that. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't made for me. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it. Yep. Definitely was not made for me, but I still enjoyed it. Tom, what do you got for number three? I think everyone's going to drink for my number three, but I think it's actually in everyone else's number one spot. Uh, for me, number three was uh, Sandman. Drink. drink. That was my number one. Number one. Number two. I, number one. I, I thought it would be. I really enjoyed this. It's a hard number three for me because everything else I liked, I liked so much. Uh, terrific cast. Terrific acting. The Cain and Abel stuff was just so on spot. The House of Mystery and the House of Secrets kind of coming into play and the cats um little one little vignette at the very end on one of them it was also perfect this was damn near perfect i mean this is one of the best ports i've ever seen in my life and the story with with the guy holding the the muse oh that was so good i mean you couldn't get a character that was more of a literary PhD written huh. by <laughs> that guy was every PhD <laughs> student we've ever met in our lives. Like every everyone chasing that paper fucking uh, trail. I mean, it was such a it was such a Neil Gaiman character. Yeah, it was great. That was yeah. great. Regardless of age or. <laughs> Everyone's speaking with an English accent for no reason. Even if they were an ancient Greek muse, they kind of had a little bit of that English accent going. I love you, Neil Gaiman. It was so perfect. <laughs> so it was so perfect. It was a yeah. great part. It really was. It really was. I mean, the uh, very few times I will say, like perfect casting. Like there, there was very it was little. Close, yeah. It was really close to like being like, I don't know if you could have got someone better for that spot. Like, yeah, yeah. I, the so the my three picks are interchangeable, except for I loved the one episode with death, the death yeah. in the family episode. Oh, yeah. uh, um, I didn't yeah. like. I didn't like the actress at first. I'm like looking at her, going like, hey, I shouldn't look at anything. Won me over. Totally brought me in. I'm like, but yeah. I'm an idiot. Fuck you. You're great. Everybody gets the same amount of time, a lifetime. Fucking you get the same thing, yeah. one lifetime. That's what you get. That's it. Yeah. Oh, and the little thing with the soccer guy, I'll see you soon. Like, yeah. it's easy foreshadowing, but they brought it around in such a lovely way. Like, yeah. it's such a gentle way. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they really did 
there was it was there was a beautiful undertone to that and yeah. honestly I, now even talking about it now i i just want to go rewatch it like yeah. was, like i don't think i watched that show enough like i need to go back and rewatch it that's one of those tv shows that five years from now you could go back and just watch again and be I like oh I, uh, and be yeah. like oh this is why i love this yeah there, this is not a criticism this is just one thing that i really liked about death in the comic books is how nicely everyone treats her even though they don't know she's deaf like she's walking by a hot dog stand and the hot dog guy in the, in the comic books a hot dog guy goes hey you're a pretty lady have a hot dog you look like someone nice and she's like thanks and she says something about hey i'll i'll, I'll see you but not too soon and he goes not too soon and like everyone kind of has this feeling that they know her and they love her because she's so kind in the end and the people who don't know or who aren't on death's door treat her that way and i kind of like like she gets in a cab and the cab is like you know what no charge you just seem nice i like that little bit in the comic books and they didn't do that in the movie not a criticism but i really like that in the comic books and so the, the episode books yeah. yeah and the episode where he uh keeps coming back to go to the innkeeper is, is <laughs> yes! the tavern. So good. it's so good and honestly uh, you know times of our lives right guys we we have we have separated and not spoken and it just reminds me of the people in my life that i can go to and walk in the same door and if, even if we hadn't spoken and it doesn't matter how long there we are right and that is and yeah. we will pick up that conversation right where we fucking left fucking it left off. left off, yeah. So, yeah, cheers to us. Cheers to us, guys. Salute to us. Yeah. Time. And so, Beth like knew said, that she needed that, that he needed that, and that's why yeah. she granted that. Perfect. So All right. So good. Sublime. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, my top three are interchangeable, but just because I had to do a number three, for me, it's The Boys Season 3. Oh, the boys, he's three so good. Drink. Yeah. Drink, you bastards. Ah, shit, I'm out. Well, we don't drink to get drunk anymore, but I will. I don't have <laughs> tomorrow. I quit. I quit. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, man. the boys, I, I forgot the boys. I, forgot I didn't even them. have it on my list, actually. I'm going to drink because I was wrong and I should have put it on there. Yeah, it's God, such a good season. season. The fact season. that so many people lost their minds. When uh, they finally realized who Homelander was supposed to be. Like, oh, my God. How did you not see this? How did you not see this coming? And how do you not think comic books are... Why, why did you think comic books were apolitical? You've never obviously read a comic book. Oh, my God. And no one who's ever read a Captain America comic book can say anything about politics not being in comic books, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, I had some of my friends go... Hey, this is kind of like a Trump thing, right? I'm like, yeah. 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 Uh, I think we can all agree that justice for Timothy, right? Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) That he had to eat. I mean, fuck. That was brutal to watch. Yeah. Uh, And my wife, by the way, had to turn away. I'm like, that's CG, baby. I know you're vegan. LT really you was that for three. Oh, definitely sorry. the best season of the boys. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was. It was. But man, they were all so good. 
So uh, this is tough because limiting it to just three was very tough. Yeah. But Tom told me today that I had to put She-Hulk on my list. So She-Hulk is in my list at three. <laughs> She-Hulk is good. I liked She-Hulk. I like She-Hulk too. It was good. Made I my list. Okay. I like She-Hulk so much. I made my own. I'm hurting for a urine shirt. <laughs> I love the abomination. I thought he was so funny in this. I, I loved Wong in this. Ah, uh, Wong. I loved Wongers. <laughs> I loved Madison with a Y and an S, but not where you think it is. I loved how nice that character was, and people were like, like I, I was following a bunch of the stuff Madison and Wong, uh, Wongison, uh, <laughs> hashtag Wongison, and. It was that Madison could have been a tossaway character, nothing special about her, just kind of a party girl. But the first thing she asked Wong was, what do you like to drink? And she engaged, and she was nice, and she was friendly, and she was happy, and everyone liked her, and they kind of had to keep her. It was great. <laughs> Tom loves nice. Uh-huh. And I really, really, really loved the Savage She-Hulk beginning oh, that was so good so good it was, it was like fattening it was so good yeah so honestly i i like the show i think the problem for me uh i don't think the actress who plays she hulk has good comedic timing i think you're wrong i think she's just playing it very dry I mean, she is a brilliant actress if you've seen Orphan Black. I, ha- I haven't. You should watch Orphan Black because she does a fantastic job in Orphan Black. It's not she a does. compelling reason to. If this is a confluence, I'm not it's saying not compelling that, to me. I'm not saying that some of the comedy timing is off on She-Hulk. I'm just saying that Orphan Black is shows her skill. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I thought she was just off for the whole series. I think she was my least favorite character. All right. All right. Uh, so what about uh, number two for you, Josh? Wait, what was my number? My number one was... Uh, no, your Ms. number three, number three, three was Miss Marvel. Number two? Was, I was still the, I'm just going to go with the Sandman for two. Okay. Gonna, yeah, I'm taking that Solid, pass, yeah. solid, solid. Tom, what yeah. do you got for number two? I'm pretty sure we're all going to drink to this one, man. Peacemaker, man. That was yeah, the this, balls. I don't understand how that's not everyone's number one. That's my number two. It's it, my number one. It's not on I, my list, but but I'll drink. Uh, what? I mean, that Peacemaker, was just so good. Peacemaker, so wasn't good. My, Peacemaker wasn't my favorite show this year. It's probably my favorite show for the past ten years. Like, <laughs> there I was just so much dumb. loved Peacemaker. I have not not watched it every four months. I fucking like I have rewatched that like yeah three or four times. I've got through three times. She Hulk and Peacemaker were interchangeable at number three for me. I don't. I understand. I don't understand your brain. I don't. Yeah, that's not even a thing. You'll see when I get to my number two. Fine. (laughs) Um, The dad being the white supremacist. They stayed Uh, real close to a bunch of stuff. It had this great old feel to it. Vigilante was hysterical. The whole cast is fucking awesome. The yes. opening sequence is better than most of the shows on my list. That eagle? 
Eagly, yeah, like, <laughs> just hugging him and it being a miracle. Like I don't fucking know. like, like yeah, ser- you know seriously, that, if someone's like, you can watch the entire the season helmet of Marvel or the there. opening just, sequence from Peacemaker, just, I take Peacemaker. Well, That's the gap between one and three for me. The thing that made Peacemaker for me, I loved every episode, but when he John Cena just sat down and played the piano, yes. fucking heartbreaking. And oh, so good. actually him playing the piano. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. 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 Such That's a what, good fucking show. It is. Yeah. And Mike, if you hadn't, honestly, if you hadn't mentioned the boy season three, which totally had jumped out of my consciousness, like one, two and three would have been Peacemaker for me. Yeah. Such a good show. Fucking A, I love that show. And uh, Josh and Tom. Uh, you guys remember Hamish that we used to fence with? Yeah. Yeah. His wife worked on that show. Oh, nice. Doing effects. Okay. Um, one of the things about the choreography, that opening scene, is they hired a non-choreography uh, kind of person for it. Uh, I was just looking at some of the stuff that, you know, they just, like, the choreography is just insanely fun. Uh, yeah. And um, it's just so much fun. I love that show. <laughs> I adore that show. Yeah. All right. Well, LT, what do you got for number two? Andor. That's yeah. not super, we're not doing superhero. Well, comic it's, comic it's, book. It's, I guess. Comic book. Yeah. It's. I. I. I would. I'll give it to him because I you know I, how many. Do you know how many Star Wars comic books I read? Yeah. yeah I get it. That's an honorable yeah. mention for me because I was like, yeah, I'm. It's. Yeah, that's it's fair. Probably. Next to Rogue One, it's my favorite Star Wars thing ever. It's definitely the best of the Star Wars properties. Um, yeah. There's no doubt. And if I'd even, if that had even been in my thoughtscape, you're right. That would have been number two yeah. right after Peacemaker for me. You're right. It was, it you're was right. good. Yeah. You are correct, LT. I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but it's I would have, I would have kicked a lot of shit to the curb, curb to watch Andor this year. Um, it was deep. It was intricate. It showed the world that Rogue One sort of illuminated for us, where Star Wars could be a, a world with serious issues and and, and it dark made concepts. Made the Empire evil. It yeah. really did make the Empire evil. Yeah, instead of just a caricature of Darth Vader out there to oppose good in the universe, it really made the Empire um, the 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 fascist power it represents. Yeah. And and really pushed out forward. And an amazing script. Everything about it was great. Um, I had one very, very minor complaint. Uh, and that was only with, what's his name, Starship with the uh, lightsabers on the outside. Other than that. Lightsabers on the outside with Starship? That sounds awesome. Oh, shit. Did I? Uh, sorry. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> no, it's all right. Um, yeah, I loved his ship though. I loved uh, the just everything about it. I can't, I cannot wait for season two. It is definitely my most anticipated Star Wars thing since I was waiting for Return of the Jedi to come out. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. All right, uh, Josh, I'm guessing you already had your number one. Yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah, by far. So, Love that fucking I've show. I've gone over all my three. Uh, Sandman, She-Hulk, Peacemaker. Boom. Boys, honorable mention. 
I've done my three. LT, you got something different than number one? Uh, no, because Sandman was my number one. All right. Damn. Any any honorable mentions? I'm going to just start with Paper Girls. I didn't see that. Oh, Girls. I didn't see that. Is it good? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, it. Josh won't like it. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. It's all about time travel. All about time yeah. travel. But it. it did have some fantastic nostalgia in it. Yeah, and the... Okay. Uh, the the girls in it, they're they're good. They they yep. they're they're well developed characters. Okay. It, it would have been easy for them to just make them one thing, but they didn't do that. So. Okay. I'll mention Moon Knight. Yeah, that was uh, one of my other honorable mentions. I was I was hoping it would have been better than it was. Me too. Uh, but I still enjoyed it. I liked it. There was something just off about it. And uh, what I didn't want to see, I think, at the end was like this big space battle between giant monsters, right? I wanted I wanted a, a psychosis and a badass doing his thing. And I didn't need the giant like over exposition and overpowered version of the gods and the communication and the giant crocodile and I didn't need that in a Moon Knight show yeah I kind of was disappointed in the battle I would have liked to have seen Moon Knight fighting the yeah. bad guy by himself and yep. winning yep yeah. just I, I, and I did I, don't get me wrong I like the uh I like the juxtaposition of like business suit Moon Knight and like armored Moon Knight. Like right. I was like oh, I was kind of in on that storyline, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I can take the different personalities having different, you know, sort of adjunct abilities. And but like at the end, yeah, that's like I didn't need big powers. I needed Moon Knight throwing a half crescent metal disc at somebody's head fucking a somebody up. Ring. so yeah. yeah moon knight is kind of like batman i think they made the story too big they did yeah and yeah. but i the, the worst part was they started me off in such a good way right they they like launched it the first couple episodes where like he was like super spy and off you know just the normal guy and they were flashing back and forth and i was like oh yeah this is gonna get good and then, yeah, then they fucking throw us off the rail with too much magic and too much bullshit. Okay. And uh, just left me without uh, the Moon Knight we, uh, we know and love. Yeah. Um, any other honorable mentions? No. All right. Well, we're going to move on to comic books. Tom, we're going to start with you. And this could be any comic book that you read this year. Right? It doesn't have to be... Uh, uh, I, I might have the uh, might have the name wrong because I uh, a little bit in the cups. Uh, Ducks, four years in the sands. Two years. Two years in the sands. Uh, just read it uh, comic book from uh, maybe a year ago. I think it was actually last year. It was this year, or 2022. Well, yeah. I think it was 2022. Uh, just a really really good uh, story told with a lot of heart, a lot of dedication, uh, a brave story to tell. Uh, the animation, the animation. I'm sorry. The uh, the, the the drawing style is um, raw but real. 
and the writing is raw and real, and it really hits you in the heart. Yeah. Really makes you feel that loneliness of being a stranger in a strange land. Brings it home. It's a graphic novel. It's not by one of the major imprints, but I, I got the hardcover uh, from Amazon. It was good. You got the hardcover. I actually got the electronic one and uh, from Kindle, and uh, it works great. <laughs> this is not comicsology. All right. Uh, so for my number three, uh, I'm going to go with Tom King's take on Supergirl. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Drake, which... that was my number two. That was really good. It is a amazing tale of uh, it. It's told from this girl's point of view. It's supposed to be a fantasy tale uh, that encompasses the galactic worldview. Her father is is a sword maker. A uh, swordsman comes and commissions him to make the greatest sword ever. He makes it. The swordman kills him, and she vows to uh, revenge her father and ends up bringing Supergirl into the revenge scheme. And Supergirl wants nothing to do with it, but she's going to bring this guy to justice. And then he fucking shoots Crypto. And all of a sudden, Supergirl is John Wick and is like, oh, it's on now. You shot my fucking dog. Um. So yeah, it's a it's a great tale uh, about what it is to actually be a hero um, and living up to certain ideals. So. LT, what about you for number three? Uh, Catwoman, Lonely City. It is a oh, story. I, is that a movie? What? Deja vu. <laughs> it is a comic book. <laughs> so it is a story where Batman has been dead for ten years. Catwoman went to jail. She has just gotten out. Harvey Dent is mayor. Barbara Gordon is running against Harvey mayor, uh, Harvey Dent for mayor. And Catwoman is trying to figure out what to do with her life. Uh, all of Bruce Wayne's money has gone to Gotham. And so Gotham is now a better place because all of his money has been used to reform Gotham. There's no more supervillain vigilantes. Uh, a lot of reform has happened. There's no super villain, crazy super villains. All that has just gone away to the wayside. Catwoman gets out. She goes to her old place. She goes to her old haunts. She meets up with Killer Croc at a bar. And he's like, Catwoman, let's do something. Let's, let's you know, I'm dying here. He's like, but I got bad hips. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm feeling it too. And she gets a crew together to do some crime and all in the nature of, uh, of kind of putting Dent down. And, um, and it's just a really good story of kind of a life without Batman and this kind of aging anti-hero who is trying to get on with her life, but also kind of kind of wants to do one final thing okay cool uh, yeah is harvey dent two-face in this or he is he has he's disfigured but he is in some respects uh 
solved some of his psychosis. Okay. Josh, what do you got for your number three? Uh, this is a weird. I'm gonna say my top three is pretty strange for me. Um, but I'm gonna go with a uh, Superman Space Age with Mark Russell. Drink uh, my uh for my number three. Uh. I. Historically, I am not much of a Superman fan uh, as far as comics are concerned. But Mark Russell, as always, brings his fucking laser focus on uh, on humanity and uh, the time and history. Just everything um, really brings that home. By the way, Mike, I found the copy I, I had for you. Oh, OK. Awesome. So if you don't, if, yeah, I have it. I I've set it aside. I got it. I found it. Um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty fucking fantastic. If you don't get a chance to read it, it's it yeah, it's just um, it's Americana. Like the the comic is really just I would describe it as Americana and showing us where we came from from that time. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, we had Mark on the podcast this year about it and i just appreciate really everything he does i Sweet. try not to fanboy out every time he's on the podcast yeah uh, i mean superman's holographic version of his father telling him that you know uh he's not there to save the world just to make it a better place no no one person can save the world yeah. i mean that's just just amazing. All right, Tom, what do you got for your number two? Uh, well, you already said my number uh, one, so I'm going to go with uh, – I said my number one by accident. Um, Savage Avengers. I still love the Savage Avengers. It's still been going on. You got Conan leading the Avengers on all these really crazy, fun Savage Land and uh, mythical trips. I love Conan, as you know. I love the Punisher. I love uh, pretty much everyone who's in this storyline. Uh, there's a couple of other people I wanted to throw in the mix. They even made one where Deathlock shows up. Everyone likes Deathlock. Uh, Tommy, you like Deathlock? Yeah, I like Deathlock. Yeah. So um, Savage Avengers is still really banging for me. All right, cool. Uh, for my number two, I've got Mark Russell's Not All Robots. Drink. Ah. Uh, it's going. I fucking fucking forgot about that. Forgot about that one too. Yeah. Call. Yeah, me. Call. Man, that was a good book. And we're still waiting. But yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's just good. <laughs> yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Robots, AI replacing humans. Um, the whole commentary on how the legal system will eventually be. Uh, you know uploading your defense and toxic masculinity as the prevailing yeah. thought in yeah. American society that still just pervades us without, you know, without being checked, man, yeah. he does. Fuck. Yeah. Is this, this, God damn it. Mark Russell. Is there anybody better at social commentary than you through a visual media? <laughs> the answer is no, no, Neil Adams. no, the answer is fucking no. Neil Adams. No. Anymore. <laughs> no. No, social commentary? No. no. You're right. I mean, they were... You know what I'm going to Honestly, there's... Yeah. Mark, he's right up there. 
I'm just, I'm just saying Neil Adams for me did it. Neil Adams black and white really got it. Spirit Destiny and fucking Russell's hand, and he just fucking is great. Of any fucking social commentary, fucking laser focuses on. He's fucking fantastic. God damn it. I'm going to have you back on the podcast. I'm going to embarrass myself, Mark. I'm going to embarrass myself. LT, what do you have for number two? Yeah, Tom. It, number two was Superman the Space Age, and number one was Not All Robots, Mike. All right, wow. so the hell with you. You're done. Yes. <laughs> You're home. Uh, uh, Josh, what did you two. have for your number two? Uh, yeah, I I had a callback, and I had... It's one of those things that in your brain you're like, oh, yeah, no, I totally finished that series. And then you're like, did I? And then I realized I hadn't. And I I bought the entire compendium of Invincible and realized I'd really only gotten about halfway through the series. Huge, huge. It's a right? hu- yeah. it's a huge amount of copies, huge. right? A hundred and thirty issues or something like that. I, yeah. say, I think I've only read through the first compendium, that even was, though I own the first and second. Yeah. I think I was cranking them out. Fucking, That's got to yeah. come up in our. And I uh, think there's a more than that. And yeah, so, uh, yeah, I bought Compendium 2 and 3 and started ripping through them and realized I had only got through, like, half of the space saga of the whole fucking series. And I'm not yeah. finished. I'm definitely not finished. Yeah, you haven't even made it to the rape if you just did the volume one. Have you haven't made it to his rape yet? No. That's got to come up in our panel, by the way. I'm, I'm covering that one with that. Peter Parker. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I mean, I have... I have continuously and without uh, without any, you know, uh, uh, reservations complained to everyone. I'm like, can we just get fucking season two of Invincible? Like, motherfucker, cartoon goddamn son of a bitches. It can't be five years. What are you, the fucking... Are you the goddamn who wrote fucking... R.R. R. Martin? Are you, are you the George R. R. Martin of... of <laughs> Fucking comic book TV shows? You're welcome. Thank you, Tom. I will fuck you people up. Like, I am legitimately upset that we can't get a second season of this. It's been way too goddamn long. It's way a great fucking long. cartoon. The book is fucking amazing. And every time I read another issue, I'm like, fuck, man, I just got to keep reading this. Two, I'm going to get two, into this hard to finish. I don't want to say it's problems, it. but two things to get over is it's got to be expensive to make those cartoons. Yeah. It's got to be. And, um, it's Amazon. They got the money, Tom. They've got the money. I'm not disagreeing with money. that. I was saying they you are know what? expensive. You know, I know, I know there's cutbacks because I haven't been buying as many comics, but that's their own damn fault. All right. One, they are expensive, and two, they're pretty controversial. I don't think Prime has the boys on right now. I don't think they're worried about them. That's a good point. Care. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think they can yeah. make the next one. But yeah. man, it was kind of virtual. The giant penis canal and the ball explosion. I don't <laughs> think they'll worry about Invincible. Right? Like, no one at Prime's like, we've gone too far. Kirkman isn't like, uh, yeah, I'm worried because Kripke's yeah. keeping it very mellow. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, love it. Tom, what do you get for number one? I finished up, and I still love the series, and I still love everything about Rat Queens. 
Wow. I know yeah. that wasn't last year, but I finally got to no, the end of it. Not. They finished uh, like 10 years, five years ago. Well, maybe? once again, you guys recommended this to me yeah. a while ago. A long time I ago. love Rat Queens, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a long time ago. And I was like, okay, it's on my list. I put it on my list because I don't want to say you undersold it to me, but you didn't say how laser-focused it, it was <laughs> on my particular aesthetic. <laughs> This uh, is everything I love. I'm sorry, Tom. That's that's our fault. We should have been like Tom. You will masturbate to this comic. <laughs> yes, yes, thank seriously. you. Yeah. It is yeah. an all-female roguish team going up in a D&D setting, doing all these crazy adventures and taking drugs and having sex and having fun and loving each other. And Tom loves love. And it's just a great fun comic. It and really it'll make is. you, yeah, yeah. It just Melt your heart. Yeah. yeah. Golly. It's good stuff. I need more. I'm caught up. I need more. Yeah. I don't, Break these out. I don't think you're getting more, unfortunately. How come? Oh, no. Don't tell me. Well, I don't. I, I don't think Rat Queens has been published for years. Oh, wow. It hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're getting more. But there's still a possibility. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Uh, my number one was uh, Tom King's The Human Target, which I'm oh, a that. huge fan of the Justice League Wahaha, and <laughs> also Christopher Chance's Human Target. And to combine those into Noir, where you're trying to figure out which of the Justice League Wahaha tried to kill Lex Luthor and accidentally has poisoned the human target, it's excellent. And, yeah, I just can't say enough good things about it. It's my favorite comic of the year. Although there were a lot of really good comics I read this year. But, LT, what do you get for number one? Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Did Were you not oh. paying attention? Oh, that's right. Superman, Space Age, yeah, not I got Robots. <laughs> I got it. Josh yeah. Russell. Did we need to get any better than that? <laughs> I'm going to go, uh, well, once again, like I said, I... This is I not something I never thought would be in my top whatever, but another Superman comic. Uh Son of Cal L. Uh written by Tom Taylor. I was really impressed. First of all, he's older than I thought he would be. Like the guy's not young. He's you know, he's he's younger than I am. But um I really thought um he was nailing some of the more modern problems we would think these superhero kids would have and he was writing it in a way where it was it was approachable and readable i really liked it and i've never been a huge superman fan because of just the vast invulnerability of superman sort of out outlied a lot of conflict but he sort of brings it around to the modern era especially with modern media and how difficult it is to make changes without being vilified. And so at the same time that the son of Superman is out there trying to make differences in the world, he's also fighting sort of modern media. And how does that work and what impact does that make? I thought it was a very good take. And it was one of the new comics I I didn't expect to like and did. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna notch it up. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Mark, if you're listening, and honestly, maybe you are. I 
so very much enjoy your social commentary. And I think this is right in that same vein. And it was just a little more contemporary enough for me to be like, Tom Taylor needs a a bigger stage. And I, I hope he writes more and does more and continues on this path. And he doesn't fall into a lot of what a lot, you know, a lot of comic writers end up, end up deal, having to deal with. And yep. so I hope he keeps the push. I hope it, continues forward and i hope superman becomes or superboy becomes superman and that he uh and he deals with the world as it is today in a realistic way i think it's great it's fucking fucking amazing honestly yeah do you remember the technology that's around today was around we were kids yeah every foible the rest of my life Every stupid thing we did on someone's cell phone somewhere, Jesus Christ. Yeah. How many other people's homes did I break into to make a decent sandwich? Like, I'd be in jail. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry yeah. I was like 78 pounds and I could shimmy up your fucking gutters into your kitchens and make delicious sandwiches. And then shimmy out undetected the yeah. sandwich shuffler. <laughs> sandwich shuffler, yeah. We had a competition when we were in high school, and honestly, I won every fucking time. <laughs> I was forgetting about that. <laughs> I snuck into a lot of people's houses and made a lot of different sandwiches. A lot of people's houses. <laughs> it had two values. I could sneak in, and I made a decent sandwich. I'm yeah. just saying. Never did it to my house because there was never food in my house. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> Mikey, what's the next category? Uh, well, does anybody have any honorable mentions for the comic books? I'm just no, going to throw out there Strange Tale or Strange Adventures with oh, the uh, yeah. Yeah, Adam Strange, Mr. Terrific, fucking phenomenal. It's also Tom King. Uh, Strange Academy, by the way, if anyone hasn't read Strange Academy, that was terrific. That's still ongoing this year. And that's Doctor Strange opening up this academy for kids, kind of a Hogwarts kind of style thing for young Loki and a bunch of other magically inclined kids that are coming up in the Marvel Universe. Really, really fun and very Hogwarty kind of misadventure, fun craziness. I uh, I collected but have not read uh, a lot of the Immortal X Men, the X titles. I have a big box of unread titles. I don't honestly, I don't know if they're good. You got no job. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I'm doing for the next two weeks. I'm reading oh. shit, but it. I'm fearful. Like I, I there has not for the past decade or more there has not been a steward of the X Men lineage that I have put my trust in. I and love that you use that word steward because that's what the X Men need. Like the steward of God, or someone to watch over. That's a perfect word there, Josh. They they do need a steward, and I they have not found it in my opinion, and I worry that. It's just noise at this point. I would argue that they had it with Jonathan Hickman, but I stopped reading when he did the crossover event where I had to buy four different comics that I didn't fucking collect. And I was like, yep, done, out. Yeah, it's almost like I didn't want to buy a power pack back in the 90s. But right. it's it's similar, and 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 I just I just don't know what to do with it. It's... Yeah, honestly, I don't know. It's it's like it's like being the biggest fan of something, and 
just wanting it to live on, and I, 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 I just can't get there. So I'm going to throw out uh, one more comic for One Star Squadron by Mark Russell. Oh, I didn't read yeah. that. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. Red Tornado, I mean, and it is a workplace comedy. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. yeah. But once again, Mark Russell, fantastic. I'll read anything you write ever. Check out One Star Squadron, then you'll like okay. it. Okay, I'll I will. So I'm gonna throw out Green Lantern Earth One Volume Two, Volume One I read last year. I mean, 2021. I finally found a Volume Two, and I read that. It was just it was almost as good as Volume One. So great no, he did Wonder Woman. Sorry. Uh, no, I don't think so. I didn't mean to get us off on a tangent. But that's what our next category is. is it? uh, it's the wild card. So three things that you discovered this past year that you really enjoyed. And I'm going to start with a board game I got for Christmas called Lizard Wizard. <laughs> How did you acquire that board game, Mike? It's very strange. If you had listened to our other podcast, The Geek Leak, which is available at patreon.com slash the long box, guys. And for a mere $1 a month, you can get access to The Geek Leak, where we talk about all the other geeky things we've done besides comic books. Uh, and all the money we raise for that goes to the Elizabeth Peabody House for the food bank uh, to help feed people who could uh, use some help and Josh and I exchanged Christmas presents and we got each other the exact same freaking game. And when he Mike handed Mons, me the, Mike. when he handed me the, the wrapped package, I was like, "Uh Oh, <laughs> you were pretty spot on. I'm pointing that out. You were like, Bing, and you were like, okay. and then you were like, does this feel similar to you? And then we, <laughs> We sort of like shored him up, and I was like, "Okay, same box." And we we're like, "Uh, uh same weight." And you're like, "Same seams along the bottom." Yeah, yeah. it was a uh, yeah, there was something there. Train Good detective. Call. Good call. Train so like, <laughs> you are. Green, I mean, literally. Yeah. yeah. Green Lantern Earth One Volume Two is by Gabriel Hardman and Karina Beckcho. Okay. LT, what did you have for your miscellaneous number three? You know, uh, I believe uh, this past year is the first time I played Dice Throne, and it was pretty good. It's a great At game. Josh's house, and uh, inspired me to buy uh, Marvel Dice Throne this uh, past uh, after Christmas. Yeah, such such a good simple concept game. Yep. People pick it up quick. Yep. Uh, there's lots of different ways to play it. Um, and we should all play Dice Throne Adventures at my house this weekend because I got nothing to do. Uh, I got to work. I can come down for a day. Uh, uh-huh. I'll go with uh, Snap, a, a stupid toilet game oh. <laughs> that Mike, that uh, Josh uh, set me up <laughs> It's just so stupid and fun. I got to get a Shang-Chi, though. I got a deck that is perfect for a Shang-Chi at the end, uh-huh. and I don't have one. <laughs> I have God a deck that's like, if you don't have Shang-Chi, I fucking murder you. <laughs> I got like, one. If you, if you have Shang-Chi, I'm like, ah. ah you win. But if you don't have Shang-Chi, I fucking murder your ass. So whenever like, I open a tab in Google on my tablet, 
it provides me with like news articles all about snap and i saw one last week about snap <laughs> i saw like two or three about marvel snap and i'm it's like fun i don't know if google's listening to our podcast <laughs> Maybe. Probably, but they might be. It's definitely, <laughs> yeah. just listening to everything. It's twenty percent of our audience. Yeah. <laughs> AI. Fuck you, Google. Love us. I'm okay with that. I, yeah. for one, welcome our future robot overlords. Josh, what do you get for your uh, number three? Did I not have a number three? I thought that was my three. I had Space Age. Invincible and no, we're doing miscellaneous now. Miscellaneous. Oh, miscellaneous things. Miscellaneous things. Holy I shit! Love. Follow the string, Josh. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm on beer number three. I didn't and... know we needed three miscellaneous things. I, I kill. I yeah. kill the bottle. Scotch doing this. I'm pretty much with um, Josh here. But uh, I got. I got another two. It's like Wednesday. I got one. <laughs> oh, Wednesday. Also great. Thank you, Tom. All right, let's drink to that. Wednesday was terrific. Yeah, that. Wednesday. Wednesday. Pathfinder 2E. Ooh. Oh yeah. I'm really digging into character creation. It's a. I think it's a good system. I want to grow into it. I want to make some characters and I want to play a game. Uh. So if any of you guys want to play, I'm gonna start something up. Mike, you gotta tell me. I know you got like 27 games going over every other 57th week. So whatever your schedule is, let me know. But uh. Violet wants to play. I got another kid who wants to play. I'd love to play. I want to see the. Uh, I mean, I think. I, honestly, I think it's the best character creation we've seen in a while. I'm not sure about the action economy yet, but I want to see it in action. Uh, the action economy is good, and you you're forced Ish. to play as a team, right? If you don't, if your group doesn't act as a team, you're you're pretty screwed. And one of the things you can do is an interrupt. And you can interrupt and help other people in your in your group in your when run. they're doing stuff, which is uh, it makes you think as a team. Yeah, I have cool. a I have a an initial scenario in my brain. I'd love huh? to be in the world of Eberron, and uh, I'd love to uh, run a Pathfinder 2E game. So if you guys are interested in that, let me know. Uh, Violet's definitely interested. I got a buddy Randy who's interested in that. Let's Fucking pick a night and go do that. I I, I want to play. I want to DM it. I want to go. Yeah, I'm playing a uh, a sprite named Fresca. Fair. Who has a corgi mount? Ugh, I love corgis. Yeah, she's just I love the character's totally ineffectual in battle, but I help ev- I boost everybody else. Like I'm yeah. just support. Yeah. I have yet to actually damage another creature because. That's mean, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how I don't even remember what level my gnome got in her evil campaign, and I dealt zero damage. Yes, to get to but that very level. effective in charming things and getting us zero and damage, disarming yeah. traps and everything else. Yeah, so yeah, you're like a level three or four, yeah, and dealt yeah. Z- no damage. Yeah, but yeah, I'd love to run that. I'd love to run that. I've got okay. the um, um. Yeah, it's all just hovering over my brain. It's all my brain, man. Yeah, it's fucking ready to go. All right, I'm gonna so throw, I'm gonna throw out all our flags mean death for number two. Oh, that was such a good one. Yeah, yeah that's a great. I show. haven't watched it. Uh, watch it's fun. Okay. Yeah. Take Super a walk, Kiki at his best. I yeah. I do love him. 
he does some amazing things. Oh, he's been good at a lot of things. I don't know what's better, his Hitler or his Blackbeard. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I adored that movie. What movie is that one? Oh, that was Jojo Rabbit. Sorry. Jojo Rabbit, yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't think that was 2022, but holy shit. Hard to find a better Hitler. Holy shit. That was a good movie. What's the best Stuff you should not be saying in 2023. I don't know. Hard to find a worse Hitler? Easy to find a worse Hitler. Better. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Just go back to the source material there, pal. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Okay. Has anyone seen the preview for uh, the new Indiana Jones movie? I there's have. A, that looks, yeah. There's a full-length preview out for the new Indiana Jones movie. The title is awful. Yeah, just words. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see where it goes. But I like that. Uh, what's his name is back in it. Uh, the guy with the fez. Yeah. I like him. I didn't see Marcus. That made me sad. Yeah. Well, he's that dude's gonna be dead. Hey. That he might. That guy might not I mean, be alive. Yeah, he was almost as old as Harrison Ford. So. Yeah. He was definitely older than Harrison Ford, yeah. and Harrison Ford's 80, 80 this year. Kill Marcus. Eighty Possible. this year. Possible. Harrison Ford's the same age as my dad. And he just started in nineteen twenty three. The Yellowstone prequel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, so I don't uh, I don't know if this was was early 2022 or if it was 2021, but Clarkson's Farm, delightful TV show with Jeremy Clarkson of Top Gear and oh, his yeah, exploits with a with oh. running his farm. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes of that, but I couldn't I couldn't continue. Yeah. I, I loved it. Okay. That's great. Can't wait for season two. And I was not a Top Gear fan. Honestly, I just stumbled on the show. I watched the first couple of episodes and I'm like, this guy is kind of compelling. Okay. And then after a couple, like maybe two into the third episode, I was like, no. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen a Top Gear I didn't like, but I don't go out of my way and watch it. It's like um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia for me. Like, they're all good, but I don't like break my arm to find him uh anybody get a number one a number yeah. one for 2022 so just, go ahead lp I'm, I'm gonna go with greenstone <laughs> px double mature 14 year scotch i found this at total wine it was on sale really cheap it was like 40 bucks a bottle and it was delicious and i cannot find it ever since if you can find a bottle of this buy it because it's delicious Rainstone. Rainstone PX double maturation 14 year scotch. Text that to me and yeah, I'll I will accept that challenge. Same here. So for me, my number one was Rapid City, South Dakota. I went on vacation there with my bride and it was just amazing. We had we went to a whole bunch of national parks. The city itself had some great food and Right across the street from where we were staying were two fucking comic book stores <laughs> in a in a city of, I think, 30,000 or 40,000 people. The two comic book stores were two doors down from each other. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck bottom. you, Gary. They Fuck were like, you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I shopped at both of them because I had no allegiance. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yo, dogs. It's okay. Yeah, you're muted. I'll go. So 2022, the uh, the sweetness of 2022 for me was quitting my job. Uh, just when, first of all, I know a lot of people who listen to us or don't listen to us. Uh, one of the nice things, and one of the nicest things I think you'll ever find is the freedom to do that right it's uh it's it's a privilege that is not granted to many people it is a uh, a time slice in your life where you get to do something that you you just never get to do at any other point right i just had three weeks off where i i have no no priorities no commitments it's uh it's nice so it's um something that's uh I mean don't get me wrong there's a fin- there's always a financial sacrifice for that but uh, it's um man it feels good been a great week I um I had the privilege of going to the Ukraine twice this year uh, the second time I went was a little bit better for me I I went with the World uh, City Kitchen and uh, we fed refugees as they were coming over the border. And I was able to actually go into Ukraine and help uh, kids get onto trains and evacuate them from the city, uh, which saying it out loud seems insane to me at this point. It all happened like so fast. And it was just such a, you know, a, a big, uh, just a, like, it's it's hard to even, you know, talk, I don't talk about it too, too much uh, because it's just, you know, something that's hard to, you know, express, but, you know, it was it was a, a big part of my year this year being able to do that twice. Uh, I'm planning on going back in June if the war is still going on, and uh, I have some contacts over there. We're gonna we're gonna try to get some other people who are in outlying cities out uh, to their families, and um, that was a big part of my year. It's kind of a tough one to follow. Sorry, LT. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, I already went with my scotch. I thought you were going to go with micro wrestling. Micro wrestling. I mean, micro wrestling was fantastic. That was a great experience. I wish I, mean, I was there for that. Hollywood altogether was just a, an amazing experience. I mean, the only thing that could have made it better would have been um, our friend Tom, who planned our trip. Really being there. Would have I been. had a wife thing. I I know, but that that could have been the only thing that would have made that. Happy better. wife. Happy life. That, that that would have been the only thing that could have made I that trip. I would like to have been there with you too. Especially but, Josh but, climb up and But turn you know, I mean, we did discover on that trip that Tom had a a uh, uh, a pocket knife collection. He collects yeah. pocket knives with his name on them. Yes. So now I got two. So uh, Kyle, if you're in Japan right now and you want to send me a pocket knife, that's terrific. Pocket oh, knife God. with his name on it. Yeah. Tom. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that'll be do it for our podcast. Uh, well, to plugs real quick. We gotta like talk about Pentagon. It's coming up so fast. Fifty-two days. days. Coming up fast. Fifty-two yeah, days. Fast. Everyone, yeah, start writing your fitness. thing for the new uh, panels. Yeah. Yeah. Get on that. And we gotta we gotta we get contacted by the two guys who like to help us. 
the Son and the Father and, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And they're going to help us with uh, the nerd, last nerd standing. And uh, yeah, it'll be great. I like there's so many good people coming. Honky Talk Man, Million Dollar Man, Timmy DiBiase, Leva Bates, Kevin Nash, Mar- um, two of the Ramones, two Ramones. I didn't think there were two Ramones left alive. Did you, Tommy? They keep recycling the names. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm it's not Sparky sure. Ramone and Tony alive. Ramone. Those are the two last real Ramones. Yeah. Okay. They can we'll re- no, no, it's the, it's the two original. Okay. I'm not, yeah. I'm okay. 90% sure now you're fucking me over, man. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of those Ramones have died. Yeah. There weren't all that many to begin with, and new Ramones keep popping in that band. Yeah, but there are two left. I think they're both, at, I'm going to look now. Fuck, man, you, you messed me up, man. <laughs> and there's a lot of good writers and artists coming, too, of course, as always. Uh, Pentagon's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope uh, to see some of you there. Tony is coming down. Uh, we might do dinner with Tony this year. I, I oh, pitched the idea to him this week. We, we did have that. dinner with him and Barb. Yeah. What? Is Barb coming or is he bringing his son? Because he kind of. He hasn't said yet. Okay. I, I just pitched it to him like last if night. It's his saintly wife, Barb. We can bring her out for her birthday celebration. Yeah, well, that's, that's right. Yeah. So I will, I will nice mention people. that too. Uh, in addition to Pentagon, I would like to thank Kirby Crackle, who provide our geek rock music every week. You can check them out at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you're wondering, I didn't hear any music. Screw you. You you become the producer. I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna make that clip this week. That's my goal this week. Sure, as long as you can figure out how to put it into the file, that's great, Tom. Cut and paste, man. Okay. I will that's make great. a separate file. You just cut and paste it. It's called Fiverr. It's easy. I'm going to do it this week. Well, All right. I like to promote uh, um, Mike. What's my comic book store's name? Story. Something stories. Great stories. Great, great stories. stories. <laughs> so I just have good stories, so it's good. Yeah, I'm glad great you guys stories. They're right down the street. And uh, <laughs> for a while, I've been uh, promoting my, my friend's D&D stream, and they were uh, running under the uh, nom de guerre of uh, unprofessional ventures, and then they realized somebody else was doing that way before them. So Don't now, <laughs> so now they are amateurish productions on uh, on Twitch and Twitter. You go uh, go out and find them. They are having a good time, and and, and go check them out. Uh, Katie and Ben are delightful people, so I enjoy their company. Right. I'd like to plug geekorthodox.com. 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 Hello, Tammy. And ask me. Geekorthodox.com, purveyor of fine stained glass prints, Johnny Skywalker rocks glasses, sake sets, you name it. They've got it at geekorthodox.com. If you want t-shirts, you've got to go to ianlino.com for all your t-shirts, baseball hats, and other baseball shirt needs. At ianlino.com and geekorthodox.com. You think you you understand geekorthodox.com? I was born to eatorthodox.com. How about you, Mike? No, I'm not trying it now. Wow. It's it's in my head. You've abandoned Bane. Because I I sucked so badly last time I tried to do Bane. It's like in my head. You did a bad Bane last time. I I I need a slump buster to to break me out of this curse. my bait uh, is still spot on. Now. It's all about the palsy face. 
Oh, I'm sorry to say it like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the palsy brakes. You are, yeah. I hate to myself for it, but it's true. Alrighty. Okay. Tom, what do you always say? I always say, don't diss what you hate, just promote what you love. You'll live longer like Bane. And Josh, we're coming up on uh, 52 days to Pensacon. Is Pensacon your sector? Yeah, Pensacola, Florida will be our sector. We were dominating that with panels, with karaoke, with trivia, and just, just random drinking. Yeah. A lot of random drinking. I'm bringing drinking quests. We're doing it. More than you might think. And I would like to thank everybody for uh, amazing 2022. Thank you all for listening. 2022 was the year of redemption, uh, which I finally redeemed. And Mike, you myself. are redeemed by bringing me back my Cordelia's dead mug. You are there. So now 2023, I officially declare, is the year we kick ass. Kick ass year. I love this year. Kick ass. Let's do it. You're a kicking ass. I love it. Alfie, uh, have you got your uh, shots yet? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, Mike. I've gotten my my booster shots. I've gotten my pneumonia shots. I've gotten my my shingle shots. I've gotten all the shots, Mike. So You should get your shots as well. Everybody, everybody should, should get just, shots. Come do you, shots with us, Longbox guys. Yeah, shots, 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 shots. All right. Well, that'll do it for us, Tom. What was the little thing that you always say? I always say, don't do what you hate, just promote what you love. You've lived longer. Thanks for listening to Longbox, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.